Hey, hey, hey. How are you? How are things? How's it going? Y'all, I feel like I keep giving y'all the same intro for every <laughs> for every episode. I really try to switch things up, but look, I feel like this is my umpteenth time recording just the intro. We haven't even gotten into the show yet, but this is my umpteenth time recording the intro. <laughs> and if y'all only knew and could see me recording right now, y'all would be like, huh, really? Really, dude? <laughs> like, let's move this along. But, hey, I'm trying. Okay, I try to switch try to switch it up for you. Give you something new. But I always want to know, how are you? Uh, for anyone who is new here, my name is Red. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Uniquely Spoken. It is greatly appreciated. To those who continuously come back and listen to me and my foolishness, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is, oh, it is greatly appreciated on a level that y'all will probably not understand or not (laughs) not even come close to feeling but thank you for thinking enough of me to come back to tune in to another episode of uniquely spoken like i said before this is your girl red we gonna move into this show because I got one more time to record this intro before I'm like, you know what? Y'all going to get what you get. And I don't want to do that to y'all. Y'all too good for that. You too good for that, honey. You deserve better. You deserve more. Y'all were rooting for me. You were all rooting for me. And I want to give you the best that I can. Now let's get into this show, honey, so I can give you my best. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our first segment, which is called Just Scrolling. Just Scrolling is where I give my two cents on anything that has popped up on my timeline, be it from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, you have it, not you have it, you name it, I have it. (laughs) But I kind of give my two cents on whatever has come across my screen. And if you have been on social media or in watching the news or entertainment news for the past two weeks, then you know that we lost an amazing soul, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle, if you do not know who he is, please Google him because I hate to just say or um, the rapper Nip- Nipsey Hussle because he was so much more than that. When you look into who he was and the things that he's done from opening businesses in his neighborhood to provide jobs to people in his neighborhood to supplying funds for inner city uh, youth to go to school or go to programs that geared more so towards science and mathematics and technology to being a rapper to meet um I think the day he was killed he was supposed to meet with LAPD the next day to speak on how 
we can stop or how they can stop gang violence or decrease gang violence. So that's why I say an amazing soul. And if you look at the outpour of love from the people in his community and the people around the world, really, um, online, people having memorial services in their own cities, people from where he was killed in front of his shop called the Marathon. Um, You see all of the candles, teddy bears, flowers, all of these things. You can tell he was a person with a genuine heart and a genuine love for people, a genuine love for his community and wanting the best for his community and wanting to better his community. He wasn't one of these rappers that did what he, not what he did, but, you know, became famous and just left. And it wasn't like a, I'll see you when I see you type thing, or I'm out the hood. I'm good now. I ain't going back. No, he, he got his money and he poured his money back into his neighborhood for the betterment of his community. So God bless his family. Um, I send my prayers, my love, my thoughts to Lauren London, who is his longtime girlfriend and uh, fiance, I believe, because they never did get married, um, to their ch- children, to his mother and sibling. I I don't know that type of hurt personally of having someone snatched from us too soon. But I do know how it feels to lose someone. People compare this type of hurt and emotion to when Biggie was taken and when Tupac was taken because of the things that he did and accomplished. And it's 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 a lot to get into. But look up Nipsey Hussle when you get a chance and do the research on the amazing person he is what i want to talk about though is not more so the sad stuff of him being gone and the case of him being murdered what i want to touch on is this disrespectful creature in kodak black if you don't know who kodak black is baby join the party neither do i I know he's a rapper. I know that much. I know he's a person. I use that loosely. He's a rapper and air quotes man that said he can't be with no dark skinned woman because he feels they're too attitudinal and they're difficult to be with. Meanwhile, he's the color of 11.59 p.m., sir i like really do and if you don't know the situation i'm talking about when it comes to nipsey hustle and kodak black kodak black was on instagram live and he made the comments of man i'll give lauren london a year to grieve and shit she's about to be a whole widow i'll give her a year to grieve her and them kids and or before I shoot my shot, you know, before I try to get with him, 
I mean, she look like she gonna need a shoulder to cry on. So, I mean, I'll be her shoulder. I'm gonna give her a year to grieve, and then I'm gonna shoot my shot. And in the video, you hear his homeboys or whoever he's with saying, bruh, it's too soon. It's it's too soon. He was like, no, I'm not trying to get at her now. I'm going to wait a year, but then I'm going to shoot my shot. And his homeboy said again, like, bruh, you, you, like, they tried to warn him. They tried to stop him. But this descendant of crunchy black from 3-6 Mafia decided to keep going and you disrespected this man's girlfriend i keep i keep wanting to say wife um because really that's they they should have gotten married but that's neither here nor there but you disrespected this the mother of this man's child you disrespected the love of his life and when i say people have been coming for the creature of the black lagoon from rappers to black Twitter to <laughs> his, um, oh, excuse me, his artwork or, uh, not statue. He didn't have a statue. I know it was artwork and I don't know if it was lyrics or what his station in T.I.'s Trap Museum, which quick side note didn't know that that was a real thing to be honest with you you can come for me if you want to that's fine but didn't know the trap museum was a real thing but it is and <laughs> ti ordered that all of his stuff be removed you there's video online of them taking down his uh artwork and everything just oh it, this 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 pisses me off. Like when you, when I say you Ti called him out, the game called him out. Um, his music is not being played in L.A. He, <laughs> oh baby, you you shot yourself in the foot this time. Like you un unintelligent, just oh god. But we as not well yeah we as a people we made this okay because you see people dragging him but you also like see people be like oh he's joking y'all know this is just how he is i hate that i hate that excuse oh that so-and-so is this is just how he is this is just how they are no you giving them that excuse you giving them a way out but it's things like this that we make acceptable through social media now, yes, people are coming for him, like I said, but also people think it's it's a joke. To move on from that and kind of segue into this, when I say we make things acceptable in social media, what popped across my screen on Instagram by way of um, Cleo Thomas, who I think I've touched on him before. Uh, well, I know I haven't touched on him physically, but if you ever hear this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sidetrack. But Cleo Thomas shared a video of these two people and they said something about this is going to be their first kiss. And you see them go in and everything slobbing down. Then <laughs> 
you hear the man go, well, guys, that's the video of me kissing my sister. Or, excuse me? We've made things like people want to be famous so bad that you slobbing down your sibling? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Oh, uh-uh. uh What in the backwoods of Alabama is going on here? So these two, the brother and sister are legit. It, it started out as like a little peck and then it grew from there. Like they had been wanting to do this for a long time and now was their moment. And they just decided to put a camera in front of them and sh- share this moment with the world. <coughs> Excuse me. And people on social media, once again, you have those that a majority are absolutely creeped out, but you also have those that are like, well, hey, I mean, it's a free country. We can't judge. This is the this is this is the community we built. This is the society we've built where stupid shit is acceptable on uh, for the sake of being famous, for the sake sake of getting notoriety. Uh-uh, take it back. Take it back. Throw the brother and the sister back in the womb together. Just, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Y'all legit slobbing each other down for the sake of views. And I don't know, I, I, like, I don't know what you expected from this. I don't, I don't, I don't know what your train of thought was during this. Like, did you see a branding deal coming from this? What you do? How did you see this working out? Please let me know. If you hear this, let me know how you saw this working out in your favor. Okay? Because now you're just going to be known as the kissing siblings. Sibling day just passed on April 10th. But I don't, like, I love my siblings, but I don't love them enough to swap saliva with them. We don't even drink behind each other, let alone tongue kiss. Oh, 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 God, just. Because now the visual Jesus is playing in my head and I can't. And we are back. If you are returning, you know what time it is. It's time for Unique Thoughts. If you are new here, Unique Thoughts is where (laughs) I kind of give my commentary on something that I may have come across on TV or online. Or I do these little story times and give my thought process in the moment and today is a story time type of day why you might ask because your girl is sore oh god i'm so sore (laughs) my younger brother is he just turned 25 last month and he liked to say uh yeah my age is 25 but my body is 86 I'm just old in my body. <laughs> and right now, that's how your girl feels. She feel old in her body, Jesus. The way these knees is set up, Father. Don't get the wrong idea. I wasn't doing nothing. I ain't had no business doing And if I was doing something, I ain't had no business doing It's my business. It ain't your business. Don't judge me. I don't judge you, okay? But your girl is sore from cutting to can't. Because... I am doing a praise dance. I'm a part of the praise team for um, Resurrection Sunday. And I'm dancing at my church. 
And this is the third time, I believe, that I'm doing this, um, that I'm dancing for a program. Usually the dance group, or I don't like to say dance group, the praise dancers that I'm, the ministry that I'm a part of, there you go. The ministry that I'm a part of is they mainly dance during Christmas and Easter because there's a lot, there's usually a lot of people that comes out and the age range goes from youngest to old. Um, and baby, it's amazing dances and it's something that it moves your soul and it moves your spirit. But also for the dancers who are moving their bodies, baby, I, I, for a second in my mind thought I was 120 pounds and that ain't the case, baby. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all, honey. Because the way your girl body is set up at the moment, I need some aspirin, some Bengay, some Icy Hot, some Dragon Ball, whatever it is. And I said all that to say to lead into this story time because it reminds me of when I met uh, two of my best friends. If you heard my last episode, you heard me talk about my best friend Tink and my best friend Raven. At least I think I said Tink on <laughs> on the episode because I don't think she want me giving y'all her government name. So if I didn't say Tink, Tink, when you hear this, I'm sorry <laughs> if I put your government name out there already. But Tink and I and Raven and I met at the University of Southern Mississippi Raven and I met Tink at the same time. Raven and I met during orientation and we were in the same group because we were a part of the same college. So we kind of clicked then. And then as the school year started, we found out that we were living in the same dorm. So that kind of just took things to another level because we were able to hang out much more. But we met Tink during an audition for a dance team for the Afro-American Student Organization that was on campus. Um, AASO is what it was called. And they had a dance group, um, or a dance auxiliary. And I forgot the name of the dance team. It wasn't just AASO dance team. I think it was Rhythm Something. Was it Rhythm Rush? Or that might have been another dance team. I want to say it was Rhythm Rush, but then again, I think that was a dance team from another group I was a part of. But we met Tink at this dance audition. And your girl auditioned, okay? As you heard me state before, I am a thick chick, all right? She thick, but she got moves, all right? Don't get it twisted. So... I take my happy-go-lucky ass <laughs> to go and audition for this dance team. And we met Tink, and we all just kind of clicked together. And we it's like we meshed well. So the dance is going on. They're teaching us the moves. The first part of the dance, or like the first half of the dance, I'm good. 
baby, they, you know, okay, left arm here, turn this, turn that, da 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 da. Then I'm thinking, oh, that's it. Now they finna break us into groups and we finna come in and audition and they gonna score us or whatever. Baby, they let us take a break and then brought us back. We went over what we learned and <laughs> the girl said, all right, we're going to go to the floor on this part. Okay, go down to the floor. All right. She said, now roll into your left split. Oh, ho, 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 ho. And then like the whole class, the, like all the girls and stuff that was auditioning just casually rolled into their left split like it was nothing. Oh no, B. Ho ho ho. Not I. Not I said the cat. Baby, this is the point where I got to wave this white flag and surrender. Um look. <laughs> this at this point, I'm like, yo, 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 yo. Okay. So I'm standing up and everyone else is on the ground. <laughs> I think I attempted the split at one point, but then my body was like, all right, B, keep playing. <laughs> keep playing. I'm going to lock that back up. <laughs> I'm going to lock up that back leg. Keep playing. Oh, I'm going to give you a charlie horse in a minute. Rolling this split if you want to. Act like you. Act. act I, I dare you. I double dog dare you to act like you 120 pounds and you just roll into this left split like it wasn't nothing. Oh, oh, baby, no. Needless to say. <laughs> did not make the team <laughs> they taught us the rest of the dance and i think i when it got to the split part i stood up i was standing and everybody else was on the floor and i spun around they had a freestyle portion i was popping locking and tick-tocking and everything like that because i'm good at freestyle i'm 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 real good at freestyle but <laughs> this choreographed everyone on one accord roll into your left split and do this and pop ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, uh, no honey <laughs> the way the Lord said I was set up mm 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 so yeah I didn't make the team <laughs> but I did gain a best friend out of it and that best friend gave me my first godchild. So, I mean, I guess in the end, I won. <laughs> like, both of them made the team. If I remember correctly, both of them made the team. I know Raven made it. If I'm not mistaken, I think Tink made it, too. She did. She did. She made the team, too. And if, if I got this wrong, Tink, I know you're going to text me, baby, and let me know. Sinead, I did not make the team. But I want to say she did make the team, because I remember... I think it was a year later we went back and auditioned again. Or they auditioned. I sat on the floor, took pictures of them auditioning and ate fruit snacks. So needless to stay needless to say, I stayed in my own lane and enjoyed my fruit snacks. Know your strengths. Strengths. <laughs> know your strengths, baby. Know your strengths. Welcome back, and hey, honeys. To anyone who is new, 
this segment is called Hey Honey. And Hey Honey is usually the segment where I give advice to people who send in uh, voice memos on Anchor or DMs or emails, however you send me your question. Um, And it's also the segment where I give encouraging words. And this segment, or not this segment, this episode is going to be encouraging words because it's something that's been really on my heart and on my spirit for like really the last two weeks and I don't know if anyone else is dealing with this at the moment but on hey honey or during hey honey I try to give encouraging words to you that I will also give to myself like I would go back and listen to hey honey and at moments when I need it excuse me and listen to the advice I give other people or listen to the encouragement I give other people and try to apply it to myself because a lot of times we we can be there for other people and we can give our best self our best advice our best encouragement to other people but we can't give it to ourselves or we can't accept it for ourselves or from ourselves so as I encourage you I am going to try to encourage myself but the subject for this hey honey is worthy you are worthy you matter and this is something that I've been struggling with and I kind of I've kind of identified it before not on here per se but um I've kind of identified it before and never really dug deeper into it I guess because I was scared to dig deeper into it or because it was it was a shame attached to being worthy not you know not in a sense of oh you're shameful you don't you don't deserve this this and this I felt as though I wasn't worthy and sometimes to be real about it I feel like I'm not worthy because I still hold on to shame from my past And a lot of it is not even shame or things that I've done. Um, I think my last episode, I touched on the fact of me being or coming from a personal experience, having a personal experience with sexual abuse. And maybe one day I'll kind of go a little bit deeper in to that on this uh podcast excuse me but there's a shame that I hold on to that hold on to from that because even though I feel like I forgave the person it's I feel like I didn't forgive myself or I can't forgive myself because I didn't fight for that little girl And I feel like I hold on to shame from that. 
and hold on to shame from my suicide attempts. Um, if you've been here for a while, you've heard me kind of talk about my battle with uh, attempting suicide and everything. And I feel like I, my worth is lessened in a sense. Like, I feel like I'm not worthy of the good things that I know God wants to give to me. Like, right now, it's a battle within myself where, oh, God, oh, oh Jesus, I don't want to cry. It's like a battle within myself. Like, I know I'm worthy on one side and the other side is holding on to the shame and the guilt. Things that I know God has already forgiven and let go and tell and repeatedly said to let go of and cast them into the lake of forgetfulness. And a lot of times we hold on to the shame or the hurt. And I heard there's a I believe she's a pastor. I follow her on Instagram. She touched on this or I watched a video. She said about this where we hold on to situations because we feel like, well, we are the reason why we we are in this situation. Like I made a decision and that decision got me here. So I deserve to be in this place. Like I'm not worthy of the good things. And a lot of times God has already forgiven, forgiven, forgiven us for that decision. We tie our worth to, we tie our worth to what we believe. It's like we tie our worth to our circumstance in a sense, at least for me, I can't speak for anyone else. For me, I tie my worth to well, God, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I know you have bigger plans for me, but I'm in this position because of decisions that I made and I deserve to be here. I'm not worthy of the great things that I know you have for me because you said in your word that you have a purpose and a plan for my life. But like, God, look at the decisions I made. God, when I was abused, I didn't fight for that girl. This, this abuse lasted for years, and I never said anything. And I could have, but out of fear, I didn't. So this was my fault that it happened. It was my fault that it went on for so long. And and I know, I know it's not. It's the person that did it. And the suicide attempts god i made this decision like i made the decision to try to take my life when you made the decision to keep me here so every day that you wake me up means i i'm either a step closer to my purpose or it means you're not done with me yet but god i can't see past my circumstance and i'm not worthy of your love and your forgiveness because I'm holding on to this hurt and this shame and the baggage and the weight. I'm holding on to all of this and to the point where I feel like, you know what? It's, 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 it is what it is. Like I 
like even small things become like a chore in a sense doing my hair doing small things brushing my teeth to be honest with you there there's been days where I didn't brush my teeth because I did it was like I was just in this funk and I was like well I'm not worthy of anyone seeing me in a better state than what my circumstances say I need to be seen in and I'm starting to fight back in my mind saying that I am worthy that I am valuable that I matter that my voice matters because for a long time I told myself that my voice didn't matter because I didn't speak up when it counts so I want to tell you that you are worthy that you matter that your voice matters no matter what anyone else says no matter what anyone else's opinion about you is no matter what your inner voice tries to say no matter what your circumstances at the moment try to say you are worthy you are worthy of so much more you deserve so much more than what your mind believes because of a certain situation or because of a certain circumstance let that hurt go if you made a decision okay you made a decision now get past that decision that's all you have to do get past that decision and say on a constant basis, I am worthy. I'm worthy of being here. I'm worthy of this life. I'm worthy of the blessings that God has for me. I'm worthy of everything that God is going to bless me with. Because I know that he has a purpose and a plan for my life. You are worthy. You are so worthy. And I'm saying this to you and I'm saying this to myself. And like, this is me being as transparent as I can be. When I first started this podcast, that was one thing that I claimed and said that I would always try to be as transparent. I will try to be as transparent as I can. So when I say it was days like legit, I didn't want to shower. I didn't want to brush my teeth because it just, it felt like a chore. It felt like, you know what? I'm... I feel worthless anyway. Nobody is going to care if I did my hair today. Nobody's going to care if I took a shower today. Nobody's going to care if I brushed my teeth today. Like, I'm not, I'm not worth it. I'm not worth anybody seeing me beyond, beyond sweatpants and a scarf on my head. I'm I'm not worth being seen as one of God's children. I'm not worth being seen as fearfully and wonderfully made. And like saying it out loud, it it's like a surreal moment almost. Like is it's one of those things where I spoke on before in one of my previous episodes take the time to sit with yourself and this is like one of those moments where I have to sit with myself and I'm part of me is scared because I don't want to admit it and the other part of me is starting to find strength in finding my worth 
and knowing my worth and knowing that I'm worthy. So please, please, please take it from me and hear me when I say you are worthy. You matter. You are valuable. You are loved. If no one told you that today, you are worthy. You are valuable. You are loved and you matter. I love you. Well, we've reached the end of the episode. Thank you so much for sticking around and allowing me to entertain you, allowing me to make you laugh, to make you feel some things. If you cried, I'm sorry. Um, I was fighting back tears on Hey Honey. Uh, I had to take a minute to kind of get myself back together, but... Thank you for sticking around until the end, which is Hey Honey. Oh, Lord, that's not the Lord. Wait a minute, Jesus. I told you, Hey Honey took, Hey Honey kind of put me in a different headspace, and I got to end this show. All right, I got to end this episode. But we've made it to Unique Speaks. Unique Speaks is when I give you a quote. Or I give you some of my poetry because your girl is a poet. And this week you are getting a quote. (laughs) You are getting a quote and you're going to love it and accept it. Because I have started working on a new poem, but it is not ready to be heard by the public yet. Because I am very, very critical and I'm an artist, so I'm sensitive about my shit. Okay? But the quote actually comes from the show Blackish, and I'll tell you why in a second. But the quote was given by Diane, who is played by Marseille Martin, which if you don't know her, please look her up because she is Black Girl Magic personified. And she said this to another student, and the quote is, I'm dope. Can you handle that? (laughs) And I'm more than likely forgetting a piece, to be real with you. I probably am. But I chose that specific part because my niece, my oldest niece, has kind of fell into (laughs) blackish. And I guess I'm the cause of that. But when I say me and this little girl was up to about 3 o'clock in the morning probably about 3 30 in the morning watching blackish on a night that both of us needed to be asleep because i had church the next day but um diane said that to another student after she played a role in the play that was originally meant for a male and she wasn't going to do it and she ended up doing it anyway and i guess it was a boy who liked her because she played the part he didn't want to talk to her anymore but at the end of the episode another boy came up and wanted to talk to her and be her friend we're gonna see where that goes but she told him she was like first of all I'm dope can you handle that and I remember turning to my niece because I think after that she was like if you can't you're not worth my time And I remember turning to my niece and telling her, 
I was like, Tootie, the next time somebody try to play with you or somebody wants some of your time, you tell them, first of all, I'm dope. And if you can't handle that, you're not worth my time. Me being the person that I am, I'm usually thinking that my niece, it goes in one ear and out the other. But no, she came home from school one day and she, it was one of them days where kids were messing with on the bus. And she told the kids, you know what? That's fine because I'm dope and haters going to hate. So <laughs> if you can't handle me being dope, you're not worth my time. Y'all, I'm a proud TT at the moment. <laughs> I'm a proud TT because her and her sister got into it and her sister called her short. And she was like, I don't care if I'm short. I don't care if I'm tall. I don't care if I'm a little woman from Atlanta, which I don't know how that got pulled into this. But she was like, I don't care if I'm a little woman from Atlanta. I'm dope. And so know that no matter what in the good situation or bad situation know that you are dope honey and know that if a person can't handle your dopeness they're not worth your time and that came from a mouth of 11 of an 11 year old out of the my mouth <laughs> jesus come on now out of the mouth of babes so go into the rest of your week, the rest of your month with the mindset of I'm dope. Can you handle that? And if you can't, you're not worth my time. Now, I love you. I will see you next time. And I see you. I will talk to you next time. Or at least you'll listen to me talk because I'm sorry. This is a one way conversation. Uh, send me some voicemails, some voice memos, and some messages if you want it to be a two-way conversation. Just saying. But until next time, please know at all times and always, L-O-V-E is all we need. I love you, Red People. If you want to know why I call you Red People, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. Until next time, bye.